I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and what's next. It's a show that asks questions and peels back the layers of our average everyday experience and goes beyond scratching the surface. We interview people doing incredible things who are making a difference around the globe. Join me as we listen in and get one step closer to understanding that big ideas shared create collaboration, collaboration can inspire community, and communities create social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. My next interview at uh, TIFF, uh, 40th anniversary of TIFF, by the way, and if you haven't uh, been down yet, I really do hope you're going to catch a couple of the films. I think there's, what, uh, 289, 389 films? It's about a 400-page catalog. It's crazy. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's frene- a frenetic pace for most people. A lot of interesting, fun conversations going on, without a doubt, and not all of them appearing up on the screen. Um, the next interview we have, uh, I really uh, was thrilled to get this interview with uh, two, um, an Ethiopian filmmaker by the name of Armand Halai. Uh, Sorry about that, Armand. And uh, her producer, Max Conil. I'll let them then tell you a little bit more about themselves. But we, we talked about their movie, Price of Love, which they made on a ridiculously low budget. They need to be uh, applauded for that. And there's, this is, this is a, a, an interview about um, this beautiful love story that, uh, that, that happens between, well, two people, a taxi driver and a prostitute and in Ethiopia, in Addis Ababa. And it's a real human story, and I think you're going to find some interesting insights. You're going to enjoy the conversation without a doubt. So join in, check it out, uh, rabble.ca. Uh, don't forget that that's where these podcasts appear, but they also appear on davidpecklive.com. And buckle up for, I think, interview number six or seven from TIFF this year, and we've got a few more to go. So welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a couple of uh, special guests who I'm pretty sure I'm going to Im- uh, pronounce their names improperly, but I'm going to do my best. Ermon? Yes. Uh, Eileen? Yeah. Yeah, pretty close? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, 
well, Max is pretty easy. Uh, Connell, yes? Yeah, yeah right. good. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, joining us today. Um, so, the price, the price of love? Yes. No. Price of love. Price of love. Your producer, Max? Yes. Co-writer? Yep. Director, producer, writer, I would guess. Yes. Really. He's the producer. Yeah. I just yeah. Uh, yeah. direct and co-writer. Yeah. So, so, Price of Love, obviously, um, uh, I want, and by the way, uh, the premiere is on the 13th, uh, Scotiabank Theatre, uh, at uh, celebrating the 40th anniversary here at TIFF, and welcome to Canada, too. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank this, you. Is, uh, this is awesome. So, thank you for joining us. So, I mean, hmm. I'm divorced. Uh, I've been through a few relationships along the way. You know, uh, I've studied philosophy. I have a master's degree in philosophy and, uh, um, you know, tend to think about things a lot. And so I see the title Price of Love and immediately it captures my eye. I don't know what the film's about. Somebody's asking a good question, it seems to me. Um, do you think uh, that you have a better understanding of what love is coming out of this film, this production? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, what love love is? Uh, I think it's a strong question, but um, it's about it's a human being. Like uh, you can, it can be like a family, or you know, just a relationship, uh, or you know, sexual thing. But. Uh, uh, like what we are trying to tell in this movie, it's about like a human uh, love, but uh, when they are paid by somebody, uh, like in a prostitution condition, what kind of love you can have? What's the difficulties also? Uh, what's the price also? The, the money or which one is the, the real love when you're being uh, prostitute. Yeah, whenever there's a price, there's got to be a cost of some kind mm -hmm. involved, and mm -hmm. you know, it's not just. It's. I think one of the things with my own work, I work in international development, and 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 we think of poverty a lot of times as an economic thing. And you coming from Ethiopia yeah. would understand this better than most, it seems to me. But poverty is so much more than that. Mm -hmm. Same same with love, right? I mean, it's. You know, Max is. A, how about you? Are you are you going to be a better lover as a result of having made this film? <laughs> um, and you can make a joke first if you want, <laughs> and then uh, then I'm hoping you're going to go deeper. Though. Well, firstly, um, Hamon is is also my wife. Whoa! Didn't know that. Okay, big surprise. Yeah, you could hear the gasp in the room. I think. So so that's the joke, which is true. Yeah. Um, and the the depth, I suppose. <clears throat> You know, really, it's about seeing relationships and people for people. Now, whether they're a prostitute, uh, a poor taxi driver living on the street, or in, in, in Africa, or, or any job in any country in the world, they're just people. Mm -hmm. And they have love. And that, that's what we tried to show in this film. Well, I think, I think for me, one of the things, having traveled a fair bit, never been to Ethiopia. I've been to Ouagadougou, by the way, and I noticed that you won a film uh, award yeah. there. So, yeah, I spent a few days in Burkina Faso doing some work a few years ago. But I think one of the things that I continue to see and I think that really comes through in this film is the, um, and I don't want to underplay this, but the average and ordinariness of being human. It's extraordinary on so many levels, and yet mm -hmm. we're kind of... Um, 
you know, like you said, I think I read in an interview, you said something about geography, where 90% of us are all the same, mm -hmm. but the 10% difference is where we mm -hmm. come mm -hmm. from. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's why, uh, like, uh, prostitution can happen anywhere, I think. Uh, but when you just added, like, culture and religion, I think that's the difference makes it. So uh, in Ethiopia, being a prostitute is not easy as a religious country and a very, uh, you know, cultural place. So the, the first thing you got to get the challenge from your family, your uh, society, so you, they have to run away from their society, you know, just uh, to, to be prostitute wherever, how far they're going to go. But they have to leave the first thing that they're going to leave from their village and uh, being prostituted in another city. Or if they want to, to, to make it better also, they have to just live somewhere else that they can get money. Maybe it can be, for us, it's close to the Middle East. They go there also. But in this situation, they, they have the real heart to give for somebody, the special one. So that, that was my, my inspiration uh, also. Do, do you think, Irman, that uh, prostitution uh, is as a result of um, a breakdown uh, culturally? You know, people call it the oldest profession. Uh, is it about poverty? Is it, is it really about, you know, I, somebody once described uh, poverty as a lack of opportunity. And I think that comes out in this film. I have no choice. Mm. And yet Teddy says, no, of course you do. You know, there's, there's always another way. Right? I think he says that two or three times in the film, right? There's always another way. And I love that, yeah. right? Yes. But it seems to me that women uh, that are, well, anyway, yeah, what, it, what are, what are yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. in our um, country, I just, it becomes uh, worse and worse prostitution because now the economy becomes like better. You know, the, the country gets attention, a lot of. Uh, Investors coming from everywhere, and the you know African Union is uh, in Addis Ababa. So the women they they think they are beautiful. So you know because of they have a financial uh, problem, uh, you know when they get a lot of money, it's tempting for them. So that's why it becomes like a, a lib uh, from the 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 last now it's. A little bit, like not a little bit, but uh, nowadays I think we are also uh, recognized that as a government, as a society, it's a big issue. Right time. Uh, one of the lines too that they're, they're having a conversation, and is it Freya? Is that how you pronounce? Frey. Frey. Yeah. Frey is uh, pronounced Frey and Teddy's relationship as it develops. Fruits. Yeah, like. and one of them <laughs> says something about oh, uh, this: this city's broken. Mm -hmm. And then everything's broken, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and again, that leveling, right? That mm -hmm. humanity coming out in a film that that is mm -hmm. uh, trying to cross cultural bounds as well. So, I'm wondering, did did some of that? Um, I didn't realize that you guys were married, and my apologies on that. But did some of the? I love the relationship that develops between the two characters <laughs> in this film. It really is. It's it's it, it's kind of innocent. It's very beautiful. Uh, it's lovely, actually, the way it kind of, you know, there's a bit of anger, there's this passion and so on. Is that kind of uh, what's happening between the two of you? Is that coming, <laughs> is that coming through in the film? Are we seeing some of that? Uh, not at all, no. Um, what, I mean, firstly, like, <clears throat> for, for me, being British and living in Ethiopia, uh, what, what struck me, one morning we were having breakfast in a cafe and these two girls came in 
that Herman knew, and mm-hmm. as you do in Ethiopia, you say hello to everyone you know, um, and you shake everyone's hand around the table, and and it's a really social place, and it's it's really beautiful, and. So we met these two girls very briefly, mm-hmm. just to kind of say hello. And after they left, I said, oh, who are they? You know, what, what do they do? We, we live in an area where there's a few filmmakers and a few creative people. And she said, the prostitutes. And it really struck me, the, the kind of ordinariness. Um, of just how kind of casual it was. Mm-hmm. And it really struck a note with me, and, and it lingered for a long time, that these are just girls like anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, that was a key thing, to show that ordinariness. And in terms of the tension between the characters, that's, that, that, that's just showing a normal relationship. You know, of course, we, we ourselves have, have some, some tension and conflict, and we did during the production itself as any, any relationships do. So I, th- I think that's where, where, where that comes from. Yeah. yeah. To add on this, like, uh, it's, uh, I think that's the big motivation for this story also. Because uh, uh, I used to live around them, and uh, they are my friends. They love me, I love them. Because uh, the, our relationship is not uh, in their work. It's like as a, as a woman, they are a woman also, and they came, uh, they talked to me, you know, just, uh, they need that, I think. That's why what I noticed, they need uh, to, to be seen as a woman, as a human being. I think one of the things that really struck me uh, was a moment uh, when she's trying to explain to Teddy why there's an attraction, or there's an attraction is the wrong word, but a pull towards the work. Yes, of course, it's about economics and it's finances, but she says, but for one split, quote, but for one split second, I feel expensive and important. That moment makes me feel alive. And who hasn't felt that way? Uh, and isn't that what really all of this is about? I mean, we all want to be accepted, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We all want to be loved. We all want to be embraced. We all want to be included, mm-hmm. included I think. Um, so for me, that was almost like, that's the film. This is what this is really all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true because uh, they told me the same thing. Uh, they have fun on this life, but it's short moment. You know, always every night before when they just being ready for work, like being clean, like having the makeup and the, the first guest coming in the house or in the bar. And the second one, just uh, when he pull her, you know, when he just need contrition to get that one. But it's for money. It's like work, but it doesn't come like at the beginning. So they enjoy that moment. And the next day they talk about it. They came and they talk. Last 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 night he came to this guy and did, you know, there's like also. But is that the right enjoyment? Is that the right attention? Is that the right uh, thing? Well, it may, I mean, and I think it, it aligns nicely with you know, the whole notion of everything being broken, you know, without being too judgmental. I mean, I've got my own brokenness, you know, I'm, I'm looking to, to fill that up. You know, mm-hmm. Pascal called it the God-shaped hole, right? What do you pour into it? Mm-hmm. What do you pour into it to, to feel better, to get through the day? And, and these women in this situation, it seems, have, I guess, um, 
I don't know, is it upbringing? Is it, there's, something, mm -hmm. there's something that they're lacking, right? Yeah. They're not being included in a way, and this is bringing, and I think that to me is just a, it's a challenge to all the rest of us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Is, is that well, something that drove you, would you say, Max? I think also it's easy, mm. you know? Um, humans look for the easiest way in life. And prostitution in Ethiopia is quite easy to do. It's, it's, it's not kind of the sort of stereotype you see in, in movies. That's another motivation for making this film. Um, it, it, it's a relatively normal life, apart mm -hmm. from a few moments in the day. So I think that's a, a, a big motivation for, for people. Is that, is that a good thing? Like, I, I don't hear any judgment in your voice at all, which is fine. I just, I'm wondering, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's relatively normal. Is that, is that a comment about Ethiopian society or is that a comment about all of us, would you say? About all of us, absolutely. This, this, is, this is not an Ethiopian story. This is a universal right. story. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, if we say, like, specifically in Ethiopia, it's a little bit difficult because of... But the difficulty is not, it's, it's not a hard uh, job being prostitute. It's the way you want to do it and the, the society uh, what influence is the big uh, guilty. Like the, sure. you know, just a a really, religion. It's a huge factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also it's about uh, what's acceptable in society. <gasps> I read a report uh, not so long ago about prostitution in London and I don't remember this, the specific stats, but it was enormous and shocking, the amount, the level of prostitution in London, because it's hidden. Yeah. We don't see it. Because, you know, we're British mm -hmm. and we don't accept that. So you have to go underground. In Ethiopia, it's not underground. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know about prostitution until in London until many years ago when I used a phone booth. And that's when I found out all about prostitution in London. Um, so is this about gender disparity, Herman? Is this about um, men um, uh, treating women poorly? No, it's not. Um, because, of course, there is a, a market between women and men. <laughs> it's, it's clearly, but it's not. It's not. Uh, it's about a human uh, story, like uh, Teddy's mother, is, the motivation is uh, even having uh, as a mother, like uh, in a, a prostitution life, a boy, you know, how he's gonna see uh, his mother's uh, sexual, you know, everything is clearly, it's, it's very, uh, you know, painful. So it's not, it's not. We're, we're wondering right now, folks, if um, there's a couple guys coming into this room, if they're going to give us five more minutes before they start setting up chairs. But uh, um, I think the theme, the theme for me, too, about this idea about choice, and there's always being, always being another way. Do you guys really believe that? Do you, you know, I mean, as an existentialist, it is freedom, choice, and responsibility, right? It's about Definitely. the decisions we make, right? Absolutely. And I think... Uh, We've shown that in this production as well. Um, you know, humans can choose 
to do whatever they want in any situation in life, in any country. Um, you know, Haman grew up without a family and in Ethiopia where there's no film schools and together we made this film with our own money, just mm. just ten ten thousand dollars it took to make this film. It's remarkable, man. And you know, other movies spend millions and millions of dollars for for but but they but they miss something. They miss that interaction, the beauty of of human relationships, and that doesn't take budget. That takes you know observation and mm -hmm. writing and dealing with that emotion. So I think you know the, 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 there's always another way we've shown with this film. Even like when you uh, when you are grown up in a difficult situation, uh, maybe who's gonna uh, just he can uh, see me as a filmmaker when I was a kid, you know? Ne nobody like uh, the way I grown up and the way I just was there. But uh, when I choose this uh, job, I choose it for a purpose because I want to say something because of just uh, I see a lot of things that I can say for people. Uh, gradually, I get this filmmaking, you know. So maybe if the first thing is writing book and they just singing or oh, there is a movie. I can be this one. So I just pick it. I, I didn't pick it to be a filmmaker only. I didn't pick it like to be famous or something because I just want to say I want to like participate with world. You know, so it just, it's choice. But I, I can be like, uh, I don't know, something that uh, usual thing. Do you, do you consider yourself a, a filmmaker or a storyteller, or would you say they're the, sort of the same thing? I'm more, I'm close for story, storyteller, because uh, that's, that's what I am uh, coming from a reading book, you know. I grown up in a, a small house, in like a, the only child in the house, so, I wasn't playing a lot, so I just got some book and then I read, I read, I read, and that's, that's, that's uh, uh, my inspiration. So I want to tell something. I think, maybe I can ask this to you, Max. There's a scene at the end of the film when um, um, she's uh, hit by the car, a taxi, which is just, it's a horrifying moment, right? Because we're not quite sure where it's going to end. And I, I typically, my wife will tell you, Elizabeth will tell you, I tend towards the melancholic and dark films. But I didn't want this one to end this way. This is not where, you know, and I'm not going to tell the, 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 the listenership how the film ends. But it seemed to me like there was a very conscious decision to make a shot, the shot of all the men standing around essentially doing nothing. That's what I took from it. And I actually felt like, wow, um, I sure hope that's not how I would react or how I would respond. And I don't mean it in a judgment or condemnation, but I just, was that an intentional choice? And, and, and for your perspective, is this kind of, you know, we got to smarten up a little bit here, guys. You know, us, that is, you and me. <laughs> and who we represent. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's the sort of car, ca car crash syndrome. Everyone likes to slow down and watch. Does anyone do anything? And that tends to be men. Um, and we do need to change. Um, in Ethiopia, the women are the, are the strong ones. And they're the workers, you know. Um, we, we see that in the end, you know. 
And I think, you know, men can learn a lot from, from just looking at women and their mothers and their sisters and their wives. I, um, I remember being in Burkina Faso, in Ouagadougou, and in, as you know, in the city center, the old trees that have died have been carved into statues of sorts. And uh, I remember driving by, was, I was with three men, and it was a statue, uh, or a carving, I should say, this beautiful, glorious carving of a woman, and I'm sure I've talked about it on my podcast before, and it's a woman who's got a child on her back, pretty sure she's got a plate of fruit, something in her left arm, and she's carrying an axe. And I make the joke, I say, wow, isn't there anything else we could get her to do, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I've just got this, you know, and, and, and I, think, I think I see that in my travels quite often. So it's interesting for you to say, to yeah. say the same. Yeah, I think it's uh, quite normal seeing this kind of mothers in Africa. It's the same in Ethiopia, because she's the, the one responsibility raising a child, you know, take care of the husband, what he's going to eat, lunch, dinner, you know, because she had to give him the best thing. And sometimes she had to work, especially in a like lower uh, economy. It's, it's kind of hard. They, they work from early six in the morning to maybe 18 hours or something. So it's being a woman, it's not easy. It's tough, <laughs> seriously. Right. Nothing I can I can't say I can stand in your shoes, but mm-hmm. I, I think from my travels I can I certainly can say the same thing. And I think I feel like we've got such a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And I see even my son, my son is uh, ten, my daughter is seven, and how they're growing up and being, you know, like you talked about earlier, this this cultural mm-hmm. uh, sensibilities and being socialized to to the way things are at, in our house in where we live, in our country, and so on, and, 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 and how do we change that and not just become lazy? Like you said, the humans mm-hmm. tend towards what's easiest, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of discussion at the moment in the West about empowering women in the workplace and, um, you know, leading women and whatever, and the percentage of business leaders and film directors even that are, that are women is very, very low. Uh, I think Africa can lead the way in mm, empowering nice. women, you know, um, because they're already the workers. You know, you, if, you, if you drive along or, or you see the, the, the people building the roads, they're women. Mm-hmm. It's really surprising. The, the foreman is a man, but the workers, like, you know, laying the, the, the bricks down on the road are women. So they do everything apart from the top positions in government or business. So I think we can see Africa leading that way. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was also in Burkina Faso, we met with two ministers, a minister of justice and a minister of education, both women, both strong leaders, clearly had it all going on and, and had uh, a team of people working around them, a lot of respect and so on. And I remember commenting on that to others as well. How can you not? I mean, it's just, it's not normally seen anywhere, really. I mean, it's, it's changing all the time, I suppose. But, but uh, what I love about the film is, for me, I think the most is, is the love story, without a doubt. But there's, there's, there's so many other layers, as there are to any great story, mm-hmm. I suppose. What do you think, um, it's been released in Ethiopia? 
Yes. Has it? Yes. yes. Um, will it get a wider release through Africa? Will it, you know, you're, you've, you've made the film yourselves, your own money. Uh, I understand from an article I read, very hard distribution-wise mm -hmm. in country. Yeah. What are you guys trying to do about that to get this picture out there? Oh, I think you can answer. Yes, the producer. the producer. <laughs> well, that's, you know, one, one of the reasons why we're, we're at TIFF here in Toronto um, that, that, that can really help us, you know, we're, we're, we're very, very thankful to the festival for, for selecting the film because it raises the profile um, and, you know, we, we hope to find some, some wider distribution, whether it be in cinemas, online, DVD, TV, um, but we, we, we very much hope to get the, the film to a wide audience. Do you guys have, uh, as a couple, do you have uh, any plans for what's next? Are you already starting to think through the, the story or starting to yeah, write yeah, the story? Yeah. yeah, we are developing a new story. It, it needs to be like, a, we need it to be bigger and uh, like looking forward for uh, partners. Thank you both for uh, joining us today. Max Connell, producer and co-writer of Price of Love and Armand Ali. Highly. Highly. There we go. Um, premiering, North American premiere, Sunday the 13th at TIFF. Thank you both again for joining us today on Face to Face. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you.